Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. It's Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike. And before we got into uh, the special playoff edition of the show um, with special guest Johnny Ayafalo, cousin of Alex Ayafalo of uh, the LA Kings, I just wanted to touch, uh, speak about briefly what took place in the city of Buffalo on May 14th at Topps Markets on Jefferson Avenue um, when a racially motivated coward uh, drove a couple hundred miles. Uh, I won't even speak his name uh, after researching where were the most densely populated area codes for African-Americans were in the state of New York. And, you know, after doing that research chose top Jefferson to commit this heinous, despicable, ignorant hate crime. Um, and uh, just, you know, really try to do my best to remember uh, the people who lost their lives on that day. Uh, the 10 people, 13 shot, 10 people uh, who lost their lives uh, way too early. And uh, because somebody held so much hate in their heart. And it's unbelievable that in 2022, we're still dealing with this. And it's unfortunate that social media has opened these doors of hate uh, to, to people like this who, you know, for one reason or another, you know, you, you know, choose to, you know, judge people by color and not character and believe in hateful and incorrect rhetoric that they read in some of these uh, platforms online and how despicable and saddening this is. And sometimes when you see this stuff happen around the country, you know, it doesn't really fully impact you. You know, you offer your thoughts and your prayers, which is a nice gesture and everything. But at the end of the day, it doesn't fully impact you until it actually happens in your backyard. And it still doesn't seem real. And I, uh, it's very saddening. Um, born from this, we are going to be doing a, uh, you know, I'm heading uh, up the Buffalo strong street hockey tournament, um, which, you know, will be used to raise money for the families of, you know, the victims. And, uh, hopefully this Wednesday on the 25th, we'll have a better idea of where it'll be located. I know a lot of teams have shown interest in, 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 uh, in playing. And then also on top of that volunteering. So I, uh, I, I can't wait for that because I really want to do everything we can to help the families of those affected. But I just really want to take a moment here before the episode to recognize and remember uh, the victims uh, who lost their lives. Uh, Roberta A. Drury uh, was 32 from Buffalo. Uh, Margus D. Morrison, 52 of Buffalo. Andre McNeil, 53 of Auburn, New York. Aaron Salter, 55 of Lockport, New York, who was uh, the retired Buffalo police officer who was working security and um, tried his best to save lives and in the process lost his uh, open fire on the assailant. And unfortunately, due to the heavy body armor he was wearing, uh, it had no effect and uh, the assailant opened fire uh, back 
on uh, Mr. Aaron Salter and unfortunately he lost his life. So, you know, he tried his best to, uh, to save lives that day. Um, and he's a hero. So uh, Geraldine Talley, 62 of Buffalo. Celestine Shanae, uh, 65 of Buffalo. Hayward Patterson, 67 of Buffalo. Catherine Macy, 72 of Buffalo. Pearl Young, 77 of Buffalo. Ruth Whitfield, 86 of Buffalo. Um, and uh, those were the 10 victims who lost their lives uh, over hate, over ignorance, and over lies. Lies and false propaganda that is spilled in some of these online media platforms to people who are already small-minded or just don't have an identity or don't know how to think for themselves. I, I really just don't even know the correct words for it. Um, I do plan on episode 100 really opening up more about this, but um, I really just wanted to recognize those people and, you know, try and honor their memory as best we could here. Uh, Cause I know it's been a, a, a couple weeks since we've had an episode, um, but um, I do hope you enjoy the episode even after a week of so much heartbreak and, um, you know, unfortunate, you know, the unfortunate circumstances from May 14th. And it's very difficult to really even go out and be in the public because you see a lot of the aftermath of people playing games, thinking that it's funny to call in fake, you know, threats and whatnot. Um, it's been me, especially, you know, being in grocery stores every day, five days a week, you know, it is nerve wracking. People should feel safe, you know, not even, not even just be, you know, you know, just because of the color of your skin, you know, everybody should be able to feel safe, just going to do everyday things. And people in the year 2022 should not be judging on, on the color of people's skin, more of the character, of their heart. And I've heard nothing but, you know, the things that I've read about these people who lost their lives were such brilliant and kind hearted souls. And I, 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 it, my heart goes out to their families. I, it, it's terrible. And I hope that through this tournament, we can do our best to honor their memory. And I can promise you that I'm going to put all of my effort and power in into that. So um, without, with that being said, you know, <clears throat> here is our special playoff edition um, to the, you know, uh, for, for the NHL playoffs uh, with Johnny Ayafalo. Uh God bless you all. And I hope you enjoy. You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolized Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as this team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry, I'll hang up and listen, I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind the mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Well, 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode, playoff special episode for Two Goalies, One Mike. I'm Johnny Collin. I'm joined alongside Dwayne Stenell, as always, and a special guest today, friend of the program, all-around great guy, gets pucks deep, uh, short changes, um, short shift, just an all-around mucking and grinding human being. Uh, John, I follow lifelong friend John. Thanks for being here, Bubba. I'm uh, happy to be here. First time, long time. You know how it is. First time, long time. <laughs> yeah, we're, doing, we're 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 holding out for episode 100 for the uh, after the whistle, boys. Uh, hopefully, we can get that done sometime this week. I know uh, Petey's oh, a busy guy, so uh, that'll be electric. So, fans, make sure you follow along, Dwayne, and two goalies, one Mike. I'm sure he'll let you guys know when that's going to be. The last time we had on Petey, it was electric. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it, especially this time of year. Uh, it feels, it feels like it's been a bit since I've been on, but I don't know about you guys. This is my favorite time of year. Like that first round and, uh, you know, when hockey's on two games every night and now you're to the final eight where every game has such big implications. My favorite time of year. How about you guys? Uh, tough on the waistline though. You know, you got to have a yeah. couple cold pops while you're watching. Couple casuals, couple <laughs> casuals. Well, Dwayne, we're you know we got a game in progress right now. I was fully on the Florida bandwagon. Um, obviously, they squeaked by in in round one, and they're down 3-0 to the reigning back-to-back reigning world champions. Right now, Cologne just scored in the second period. Dwayne, we talked about it off the air. Okay, seven total shots. For Tampa, 25 for Florida. That's so deflating, right? And you know as a goalie, and Johnny, you know as a forward, when, when, when you're throwing everything at the net and there's a guy like Vasilevsky stopping everything and Bobrovsky's not getting a ton of work, it wasn't a weak goal, but fuck, do you ever need that save? Yeah, and you want to know what, man? Like, this is the first time and probably – since when he was with Columbus, when they swept uh, Tampa in the first round, where you uh, where you can't put any of the blame on Bob, right? Like, you know, what I mean, what is he supposed to do? It is the back-to-back defending Stanley Cup champions, and Bob has played very well up until this point. <clears throat> and um, it, it, you know, it's it's tough, man. Like the pucks just aren't bouncing their way, and you know that team is built to win in the playoffs. I mean, look at lines one through four. Like, look what they're paying some of these guys, like peanuts compared to what they're worth. Um, and it, it is kind of mind-boggling that it can't even squeak out one win here. They're probably going to get swept tonight. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. Um, me and Johnny were talking about it. Um, I had a futures bet. and the, the Florida just seemed like they picked up the right pieces to see Giroux. And I'm a big Giroux fan, right? And I, and, and, and I just – to go into a new city is tough, especially a team that has firepower. But it's not just that. I think Barkov and, and Huberto are the most underrated players in the National Hockey League. Oh, Barkov, all, all day. You know, Barkov, 100%. It's like a magician. You you see, like, I, I saw him, you know, coming up the boards, recognizes he's about to get hit, backhands it between his feet, kicks it back the other way. It, it was incredible. It's just, it's going to be sad to see, knock on wood, but it's going to be sad to see Florida go out. Um, we forget, guys, Brunette, who, who's, you know, a Jack Adams finalist for coach of the year. He he wasn't supposed to be head coach this year. Joel Clemville yeah. 
was supposed to was supposed to come in. Uh, they obviously have that hot start and they keep them. Um, it'll be interesting. I've, I've heard some rumblings and I wanted to get your guys take. Does Brunette get the gate here if he doesn't win? I doubt it. I mean, they had the best offense of the regular season. Yeah, story, but but playoffs is what it's all about. No, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, that's why I was honestly kind of surprised. I mean, I know a lot of fans in Toronto say run that same team back. You know, they had such a good, you know, historic franchise, uh, best team uh, this past season with with what they did offensively and points wise in the standings. But I mean, regular season means nothing come playoffs. I think it means literally nothing, nothing at all. Like, like. You know, if you can't win in the playoffs, then, you know, literally the whole season was for nothing. For nothing. And, yeah. and you hear about it all the time from guys in the league, and they always refer to it as the second season, right? It is. It is. It absolutely is. I, I just I, – I don't – that's why I'm retaining Dubas and um, Sheldon Keith. That was kind of a – for both of them, that was kind of a head-scratcher for me because it's like – you know, they've had a long time to get this figured out and they have $40 million tied up in four guys. Like, you know, I mean, they made some of the right moves. I mean, goaltending was still a little whoa, bit. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, I know. 50, I million, 50 million and six guys. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Very 50 million. You have more than a 10th of your salary tied up in those guys, like more, almost a quarter. And I just, I don't understand like what more, it, what more do you need to see to tell you that you need just to make shake things up and bring bring like especially with a guy like Barry Trotz out there, a guy like Barry Trotz who's arguably one of the best coaches in hockey, just Joel randomly, Quenville? huh? Joel Quenville, exactly. Yeah, his name. Right I don't. Now. I don't know if Joel Quenville will get a job right away. Oh. He might, might not. But I, I look at Where Barry Gallant just got yeah. let go. Yep. Like I, I just I, I look at I look at. I look at Barry Trotz. I look at a guy that like was probably treated very unfairly by Lou. You know what I mean? Like he can't help, you know, circumstances that are out of his control during the season when they went through COVID and the injuries. And just sometimes you got to you need your players, you know, to go out there and play hockey. And they didn't do that this year. One of my best coaches, DJ Smith, always used to say, and it's a cliche, but it rings so true. Your best players need to be your best players, right? Absolutely. And, and if you have that, you're going to win more often than you haven't. And, and as much as I love Barkoff and Huberto and these guys, and you flip it around to what, what you talked about with Toronto, if you haven't realized, Dwayne is a big Maple Leafs fan. But I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like Matthews. I thought he played well, but I think the supporting cast around him didn't do enough. Um Here's here's my big question. I want to I want to tee it off to you, guys. We all grew up in the era where there was three divisions. If you won your division, you were placed. You know, whoever had the most points, one, two, and three. Okay, and then four through eight was the the best of the rest. Yep. I loved it, and it's not just because I was used to it. Okay, I I just think that. I get where the NHL is coming from with these interdivisional rivalries, but like, look at Toronto. What's your consolation for having the most points in in, in franchise history, back to back to Stanley Cup champs? I, what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, does it need to be changed? Is it, is it good where it's at? Do you like I, Ben? Here's my opinion: to get to the Cup, dude, you're going to have to play those teams. <laughs> like, 
right? Like you're going to have to go through using Tampa Bay. Carolina is a very good hockey team. Florida is a very good hockey team. Colorado, a very good hockey team. Like you can't just, you just can't fall back on, well, we lost the, like, yeah, man, you would have had to have gone through them to get there. That's a fact. Like if your team isn't built to beat that team and hasn't been for a few years now, even with all of the talent that you've had, Austin Matthews, John Tavares, Mitch Marner, Alex Nylander, Morgan Riley, like, then what are you doing? Like, 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 like you have to be as good as them, better than them, to get to, to get to the next team to get past the first round. You just weren't good enough, man. You just weren't. Johnny, Johnny your thoughts. I'm with you, Dwayne. I think like, I don't want a cakewalk first round series to watch. I want to battle every series. I want good games every round. And I think that's what we're getting out of this playoff format. Sucks if you're Toronto and you were the yeah. great team during the regular season. But Well, then let me ask you guys this. Florida, or sorry, Minnesota and St. Louis. That might be one of the best series in the fucking in the playoffs. Isn't it a shame that Minnesota is out of the playoffs in the first round? It, 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 it is wild, man. We're going to make it. At least we got to see that round when we saw it. All right. One last example of the play devil's advocate. I know things were different last year, but look at – look look at <laughs> Tampa Bay had to beat Montreal in the finals, right? Yeah. Look how many teams that Montreal beat that would have given them a better – you know, given Tampa Bay a harder matchup that they didn't have to play. Yeah. I, I think it's flawed. Yeah. Well, uh, here's what I'll, go back to, I'll give it to you, Dwayne, after this. It, if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. What was wrong with it? With the situation well, we had? Well, I mean, last year was they had the Northern, you know, the Canadian division hot teams. And I think that's where Montreal kind of had an advantage. And Carey Price is showing up at the right time, right? Like, you know, Carey Price played played like a Jedi. Uh, come come the playoffs and um lights I, out yeah lights I'm out and, you know the playoffs a goalie's gonna steal games for you well hey speaking of that Dwayne you are a big believer in not paying goalies a lot of money I am still am I've talked to John about this I kind of want to hear you guys out here <laughs> um Dwayne I'll give you the floor first and then Johnny you'll rebuttal Dwayne your reasoning behind that for me I think there's just too much evidence that you you want to build in front of your goaltender. Like we've seen Corey Crawford has two cups. Um, Anti Niemi has a cup, you know, like, 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 uh, what's his face last year for Dallas? Uh, who was it? Um, Kenobin got them to the finals. Kenobin was a Zamboni driver a few years ago. You know, like, 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 like for me, it's like, you, you don't need to pay a goalie $10 million to get yourself, you know, to the show. Like, you know, build in front of that guy. Go, go find your your, like the, one of the best things about that 0506 Sabers team was like you had a bunch. You had probably one of the deepest teams this, this the franchise has ever seen, right? Like Max Afeniganoff, yeah. Roy, and Thomas Vanek were your third line that year. Their depth was out of this world, out of this world. And then Ryan Miller was probably making like three and a half, four million bucks at the time, like. Just build in front of your goals, Hunter. When you have good entry-level deals, you need to take advantage of those. Like right. right now, I'm gonna have to stop you, Dwayne. Who's won the Stanley Cup the past two years? Oh, for sure, Vasilevsky. I mean, nine I mean, this year. Five I, I agree. I agree. But also, also, you have the ability down in Florida to sign guys at such cheaper deals. Like, look what Sam Reinhart signed for in Florida because there's no state tax. He got he took less money in Florida 
but anywhere else in this co- in this country, he would have been paid a lot more against the salary cap because you're getting how much money taken out of your out, out of your paycheck every week. In Florida, it's not the case. Agreed, agreed. Johnny and I talked about this quite a bit when I was over at his house a, a couple weeks ago. Just the circumnavigation of cap, right? We first heard about it when Stamkos like signed for. You know, let's just say he, like the, the market value was 11 million. Oh, yeah. He signed for, I think, you want to say seven and a half, eight, just because yeah. were like, there rumors the Sabres were offering him 12. Yes. Yeah. And that goes to your point, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. I think the NHL needs to do something here. Now, granted, and, and this is a caveat that I want everybody to know if you're a team, let's just say you play for Florida um, and you get no state tax, when you're on the road, for those games, that game check is taxed in whatever state you're in. So, yes, there is some of it, but you're playing 41 games a year at home. I, I just I, I think that needs to be addressed, guys, because that's an unfair advantage for the Knights, the Las Vegas Golden Knights, Tampa, Florida. I think Las who Vegas else? got their own issues. They're going well, to march I, their own players out. But, yeah, that's another tire <laughs> fire. Um I'm just happy I I, I got to, to to ask you guys that. I, I just think it's ironic that the, the back-to-back cup winner as the best goalie in the world at 9-5. So, Dwayne, when you say you can't win with a high-priced goalie, to me it's like, fuck Vasilevsky is, is, is the biggest. I never said you can't win. I never said you can't win with a high-priced goalie. I said you don't need to pay your goalie that kind of money to win. My bad. My bad. You're right. Yeah, You're right. You're right. You're the best goalie in the world, hands down. Uh, listeners out there, you'll find that I do that quite a bit. Uh, my <laughs> apologies. Um, you know what? It, it, it's it's interesting. And and another thing that I, I would love to see addressed at the governor's meeting or whatever they call it, this this uh, long time injured reserve reserve, how Ekblad misses the, the, the rest of the season and he's automatically ready for playoffs. Kucherov last year. It, it's there's some things to be ironed out. We could go all day with that. Uh, Dwayne, I know we don't have you for long. I want to get through some of the series. Um, obviously, we talked Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, Tampa Bay, you know, they're halfway through the second. They uh, There looks to be a coach's challenge right now. Uh, before we get back to that, um, Colorado, St. Louis. I don't know about you guys. I'm all aboard the bandwagon in Colorado. I think they're electric. I think St. Louis, out of any of the teams in the West, gives them the hardest matchup. O'Reilly's been dominant. The guy's like 70-something in the in the faceoff uh, dot. And he's just winning winning battles, winning shifts. He's almost willing that team to victory. Um, your guys' thoughts on that series? Um, I think Colorado, this is really make-or-break year for them, right? Like, it's put up or shut up. You you. You, you brought in Kadri, who had an MV, almost an MVP-level season. Um, you found your goalie in Darcy Kemper. You had Kale McCarr playing at MVP level. Like, you had everything go for you right in the regular season. And I know St. Louis is a very tough matchup. They're a tough playoff hockey team, absolutely hands down. And Bennington, even though he had a lot of struggles this year, came in, came in, and he, and he played very well, which is fine by me because even though he's still – he was you know – he probably still goes to free agency. That kind of seals the deal on Billy Huso staying with the Blues. And you know who needs a goalie? The Buffalo Sabres. So I was oh. all for it. I'm not, I'm not a Bennington fan. 
I'm I'm not a Bennington fan, but I want a Bennington to play well just for that reason because I I don't want them come the end of their season to reconsider you know on Bennington try to trade his contract and then bring in who uh, sign Huso before he hits uh, hits the open market. But I uh, for for me it, it's just you know they have so many tough playoff players like you know play, guys that are built for the playoffs right like Ryan O'Reilly is. I'm not going to compare him to Chris Jury, but he is kind of like that right moment, right time guy, right? Like he's just like he finds himself in the right spot comparison. all the time. Yeah, uh, that is a good comparison. Uh, Dwayne, so, just just bringing up that Huso point, he is a UFA next year. He only made seventy five. The league minimum is he on a rookie deal, though. Yes, but his ELC is 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 up, so he's an unrestricted free agent. But he, because he's twenty seven. He doesn't have the rights afforded to him that normal people have, um, it, or else he'd be an RFA. That um, so you'd, you'd 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 like to think that he's going to get a pay raise, um, but here's what's confusing to me, Dwayne. You go back to the start of that that series against Minnesota, everybody was calling for Huso for president. Yeah, I was surprised. I was pretty surprised that they went with Bennington to start the season because I remember. Going into the first round, um, you know, Huso had an unbelievable year. I know Bennington, Bennington, you know, started to come on a little bit at the end of the season. He played a good stretch of a few good games. And I can understand the coaching decision where, um, you know, you got go with the guy who got you there the first time. You know what I mean? Like Bennington was yeah. the guy who got you. You know, but there. with that being said, I do also back up Arube. Huso finished the season on a, on a tear. And yeah. I think that was his net. But he was right to give him the quick hook. Um, yeah. he, he didn't even get the hook, dude. I'm almost positive they started. Didn't they start the playoffs with Bennington? No, Huso didn't. No, 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 no. Positive. Huso played the first okay. two games in in Minnesota. Okay. Oh, you know what? I mean, I'm thinking it was Talbot getting get. Uh, no, it was Flurry getting that over Talbot. Yeah. Even though even though Talbot hadn't lost a game in regulation since March, they still gave the net to Flurry. Talk about a head scratcher, guys. Yeah. What the fuck were you doing? Now, I mean, is it a head scratcher? I would every other. He, he had three cups. You know, he's a one of the more winningest active goaltenders in the playoffs right now, probably next to Vasilevsky. Like, I mean, you know, it's it's an unbelievable 1A, 1B to have, right? Like, you know, interchangeable 1As there. And it's not like Flurry played terrible. I mean, he played well what enough. A, to what know. a gut punch to Talbot. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. The way Talbot played, Flurry has been shaky in playoffs in the past. I, I think you got to start Talbot. I it's agree. The fact that, like Dwayne said, he 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 played unbelievable a- after the trade. He could have, you know, you know, crumbled under oh, yeah. adversity. He was fucking lights out. Now that's Bill, gotta be a coach's dream, right? Yeah. But Bill Guerin came out and said, and I respect this, guys. He said, "I brought in Mark Andre Flurry." for a reason and i respect that you know what he didn't make excuses he said it was his call i like that okay uh did it work out no i think that they should have stuck with flurry at that point if you're gonna win with them you're gonna like if you're gonna lose with them you're gonna win with them don't don't throw talbot in in game six that's fucking baloney um i'm i'm not before we move away from st louis uh colorado does Kemper, does Colorado have the goaltending they need? Johnny, I'll start with you. 
I think this kind of speaks to what Dwayne was saying, where you don't need to pay the goalie. This is an example of it. They have the team in front of them. They have the defensive core. The best defense is a good offense, and they got great offense. Yeah, well, what was it, Dwayne? Grubauer wanted more money, and they said, fucking kick it? Yeah, and they went and they traded. Did they trade for or they signed? I already signed Cooper. He was uh, uh, our UFA. Yep, so – I thought I've always been a I've always been a big Darcy Kemper fan, man. I I, I liked him when he was in Minnesota. Uh, that when there were there were trade rumors about him, uh, you know, not being happy in many a few years ago. I was like the Buffalo Sabres should be all over that. I, I've always been a Darcy Kemper fan. I think he he could he makes one point five million right now, I believe. Kemper? I almost positive. I'm looking I'll, here I'll right look now. Up, I'll look it up real quick. If 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 so, that is the steal of the year. It says right here. On his Wikipedia page, salary one point five million. Well, we all know Wikipedia is the best. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I uh, thought that here, was no, funny. it's it's three point five. But still, for Darcy Kemper, that's that's phenomenal. Oh yeah, I think that's a great price for him. He has also. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Sabres potentials, he's a UFA at the end of the year. Now he'll probably command a raise. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, he's, got, he's got great numbers, man. He's four and one in six games. 199 save percent or 199 goals against and a 926 save percentage. I mean, he's, he looks phenomenal. He has great playoff career playoff numbers too. Dwayne's going to love this. Um, but Darcy Kemper was with the Ontario rain when I was there. Look at his face. Look at his face. Look at his face. Um, no, I got to meet him briefly. He got called up to manage Manchester Monarchs. They were then the AHL team. I met him. Uh, I was on the ice with him once. He's bigger than he looks, which is saying something. Uh, he's got cool. ca- he's got a calm lower body. I like the way he moves, Dwayne, as a goalie. Uh, the question remains: Can he be the guy to get it done in crunch time? Right. Look back at Colorado in years past; they had injuries. Yes, Franco and Grubauer. But like, fuck! At the end of the day, you got to be the guy to get it done. Yep, I agree. I, I think he is. I think he. I think he has. He definitely has, uh, you know, the ability, the talents there. Um, it's just everything working, you know, well enough in a perfect storm in front of him, too. So, you know, I, it, I do, it's so hard to bet against Colorado, even if they're down in the series. Like, it's it's still Nathan McKinnon. It's still Gabe Landeskog. It's still Kale McCarr, Kadri. Oh, speaking of which, before we move on to the next series, um, how do we feel about uh, the Bennington um, – Kadri collision because I think Kadri is getting a raw deal there. I think Kadri, there's no way he could have avoided that. He was he was pushed into Bennington by uh, by Rosen. I, I I don't understand just because the eye has a reputation how they can look at that play and say Kadri intentionally ran Bennington. No way. You know you know what I agree with you completely. Listen, with with, goal, with goaltenders are in their butterfly. Okay, watch Bennington was he was sliding. You are in a, in a, in a, in a vulnerable position because yep. you, you're off balance, right? If mm-hmm. and we, you you're a forward, you know any or defenseman, anybody that t- taps the goalie in the butterfly, they're going to fall backwards, right? Yeah. And I I don't think it was vicious at all. Same thing almost happened to Campbell. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely right, man. But you see these plays a lot, and I think it has to do with. With you know, obviously the butterfly being used more and more and more, but I think what I heard Dwayne was the point of contact. Yeah, somebody put up made a video where it had like omnidirectional lines leading from like Kadri 
and Rosen where Bennington was. And you see, like, his his initial path wasn't at Bennington. The, the loose puck is there. That's a loose puck in, in the playoffs. I mean, sorry, like, this is just playoff hockey, and these things happen in playoff hockey. And Kadri, what the – the like the, the 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 location of impact with Bennington was not his original direction. It wasn't until Rosen made contact with him, literally like a half a foot to a foot in front of Bennington, at that speed, you know, with that type of momentum, with the loose puck where it was, how can you expect Nazem Kadri to avoid that? I mean, that was All right, here. It is here. It is ready. I can bring it up right here. Okay, right I'll here. show Johnny. No, no, no yeah, fucking way. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. It's, Did you pull it, it up or no? Yeah, I'm bringing it up right now. Just give me a moment. Just, uh, it, it was an impossible, oh, impossible for them to avoid. So this is what gets me, okay? It's a loose puck in front, right? Yeah. Not only is Kadri going for loose puck, he has a St. Louis Blues defender coming at him, right? Mm-hmm. You're a defenseman. Are you going to let fucking Kadri – Get that puck and go back in forehand? No way. Yeah, but I'm also not going to hit him in Johnson. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I think it's maybe you bear hug him and play it safe there, take the penalty. But yeah, answer. Oh no, I just think the game. It, here's what scares me, guys. I want to. I want the, the game to be safer. I I, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. But when you start looking at stuff like frame by frame by frame. For me, it's Bennington pushing right to left side of the rebound. To see if Bennington is okay. I'll tell you, he's rattled on that hit. That was a great play. Skip ahead right before the end of the video to show it again. Rolled over and is just now starting to get up after that collision. Obviously, some concerns. The players all surround their goaltender here. But a hard shot by Lennon. He's shaking something. He the away. He's kind of stretching. They'll show one more good view right up here. Yeah. So definitely shaking up on that one. I see that one. Right. No penalty yeah. was being called. Show the fucking video. Here we go. Here's one more question. Right in the slot. Again, a face-off win for the Avalanche. Oh, it's around the wall. It's hit by the Hitler-Eisman. And it goes right into the slot. And that's where you don't want to allow Vladimir Tarasenko to shoot that puck from. But a great save that kick. This one not handled. You know, Bennington and Pondry was right there. He's driving to the net. Trying to find that loose. Bennington. Look. Tangled up with a defender. Who's trying to get in front of him right there at the last. The defenseman hit Bennington. Yeah. You need the overhead view. Did you. Should have thrown the water bottle at his D-man. So, I mean, this is game lags where technology and innovation create. Hold on, hold on. Did your point out the that's the wrong browser. Oh, local singles in our area. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dwayne, um, for me, I, I I hope no suspension comes of it. I hope anything's okay. I mean, it would have been announced already. I mean, like it, it, for like Kadri, like, you know, his, init- his initial direct uh, path of direction was nowhere near where he ended up. Like he was pushed in, in, in into Bennington by Rosen. And all these fuck, all these friggin' idiots who are pointing at his track record 
back when he was with Toronto as the reason why this was intentional and why. Yeah. No, it's not. If this no, was, I Johnny, fucking hate that. I, I was agreeing. If this was, that. if this was Johnny Gaudreau doing this, nobody would even bat an eye. Nobody would even bat an eye. They, they, they would accept it for what it was. It was an, it was an unintentional, unfortunate play. But because it's Nazem Kadri, we got to sit here and nail this guy to the cross for for going hard to the net for a loose puck. You know, I think he got screwed last year. I thought the fall kit wasn't that bad. Yeah. I, I'm with yeah. you. I, I don't think it was a great hit. I don't think it warranted the suspension. No. That I, don't it it. I just think uh, for whatever reason, and it, an unfair reason, Kadri's had that X painted on his back by officials. And guys, these are human beings just like us. I read an interesting, an art, an interesting article the other day. These refs, you know, the best refs of the, of the year – they, they start, right? Let's just say there's 16 refs, 16 uh, linesmen, and then it goes down to eight and eight, and then four and four. Like, they're getting judged on this, right? And they're human beings too, and, and they want to make the right call. Um, I, I It's it's a tough, tough position because when you have human beings doing this job, you're obviously going to have human emotion come into it. Like, well, I know Kadri's a dirty player. So even though you don't know his intent, in your brain, you're saying, fuck, this guy's a dirty player. I don't think that's fair. Dwayne, no. that's the first time I've ever heard you uh, come to the defense of a Leaf player, a former Leaf player. I mean, I, I'm just going to call a spade a spade, and that you know that wasn't a dirty play at all. I agree. I agree. All right, moving on. I want to get through this. I know you got to go, Dwayne. Uh, an electric game in Edmonton last night. They go up two to one in the series. It was a complete route. Connor McDavid doing Connor McDavid things. Evander Kane on on the score sheet. He gets a couple. Um, you know they got the goaltending they needed from Mike Smith. Mike Smith. Um, I don't know. I, I missed it. Did Markstrom get pulled or did he get injured? Uh, I think he got injured. No, no, he got pulled. Okay. That makes sense. Pulled. Uh, I would have done the same thing if I was sooner. Yeah, the team wasn't playing. Yeah, well. you're, you're not no, going to come back like in that game. Um, but what a game, was, though. Like, what a game. Able to keep oh. up with that series? I mean, I love the Lucic play. Which would happen. He ran Smith and oh court. yeah, that was that. <laughs> Wayne, did you that see was it? way dirtier than Kadri. Yeah, and you know what? You wanna know what too? Like I hate Milan Lucic, but I don't think that was as egregious about other things though. It was still dirty if you ask me, because at the very end he has both his hands on Mike Smith's lower lower oh, back and he kind of pushes the momentum sure. forward. But you know, Mike Smith also again put himself in a vulnerable position when he was playing the puck the way he did it. So He's a guy I who likes to handle the puck. He's got a kind yeah. of a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. Not only that, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, guys. Mike Smith, he plays the puck more than anybody else. He has been known, and it's it's known throughout the league. Uh, Biz, Biz Nasty even talked about it, and other guys have. When he goes out to play that puck, if he feels a fucking love tap, it's a fucking yard sale. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. Who is it? Uh, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. And listen, if you're going to do that, then when you actually do get hurt, the, like, what do you want them to do? Um, I don't know. I think that's an electric series. I'm a big Johnny Ham and Cheese guy. This is a Johnny Ham and Cheese podcast. Uh, I don't know what I, – I, I'm pretty sure Monahan's out for the series. 
Uh, but Dwayne, we were talking about it before we started. I am in love with the Kachuk brothers. Yeah, Brady Kachuk in the stands. It's, it's absolutely electric. That's electric. Dwayne, did you it's see the rocky. when they were walking into the rink and their locker room was locked on them? What, what did you say? I'm sorry. Uh, Calgary showing up to the rink. Uh, Matthew, there's a video. Matthew to Chuck walking into the ring, coffee in hand, can't get into the locker room because they locked the door on him. He's banging on the door. A little gamesmanship before the game. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I love that. That reminds me of the uh, first round. Speaking of which, your fucking cousin was the mastermind of it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Ayafalos uh, are an awesome family. Uh, John's cousin, Alex plays for the Kings and actually gave me an interview back with the good, the bad, the Cully. Dwayne was on that show. Uh, this was the weekend where Alex scored what the overtime game winning goal in the frozen four. Yeah. Yeah. It was the semifinals. Yeah. The overtime yeah. Winner. yeah. And Duluth went on to win it. Yeah. So big shout yeah, out they, to they, him. They did not go on to win it. Oh, my bad. Yeah, but anyways, um, I, I remember, I think it was Edmonton. They showed up for their pregame skate. You guys remember this? And they wouldn't let him on the ice yep. for 10 minutes. Yeah. I, dude, yeah. I like that kind of shit. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah it's fun. It's on them, those type of things. You got to love it. Yeah. Dude, you know, now, everything on social media, like we hear about it now. Can you imagine the shit that went on years ago? Oh, when there's no oh, social media? Oh, my God. The trashers. Holy I mean, literally, shit. literally, like, like a fake, a fake hockey organization, essentially. Yeah. You know what I mean, like it was just like ran by the hockey, uh, hockey mafia. It was, <laughs> no, it was, it was the garbage mafia. Oh yeah, Morning Soprano on the Voice. Oh <laughs> my God, that was something Fantastic. else. For, for everybody that is listening, has no idea what we're talking about. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, oh, it's phenomenal. Crime and penalties. Crime and penalties. Check it out, Dwayne. I know you got to go. Let's finish it up. Uh, on a couple other notes, um, I I I love Carolina, but McDavid's on another level right now. Kane is starting to look like the player that we, we never saw before. Um, so I'm gonna stop you there. I think this is regular old Evander Kane. He has one great game. We won't see him for the rest of the series. See, I I, I disagree because if you play with Connor McDavid, fuck, I can play with Connor McDavid. I'm gonna finish the game. I can just stand around the net in the offensive zone and he'll find me. I can only hear one of you at once. I heard you. I I I get salty about the LA series. I heard you. What did you say? (laughs) I'm just saying you could literally stand in front of the net in the offensive zone with McDavid and he'll find it. He'll find a way to either get you the puck or he'll bank it in off of you. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, that's how good of a player he is. I think. I think uh, Biz uh, compared him to uh, you know the next Wayne Gretzky. Uh, He was yesterday. Yeah, he's, you know it's cool. He's the new. Gretzky compared uh, McDavid to uh, like a, a healthy Lemieux. Yeah, like, we we forget Lemieux. Oh. Like our generation forgets that Lemieux had cancer, guys. Yeah, not he a didn't. separated shoulder, not a bum knee. Motherfucker had cancer, and just dominated the game. Um, all right, right. And, and I'm sorry, I, I forgot about the Kings Oilers bad blood. You're, it was a hell of a series. Didn't, didn't Alex score in game six? Game one, he had the first goal, I believe, of the series. Yeah. Huh? Great. And hopefully, maybe this summer we get him on. That'd yeah. be fun, do an outdoor one. You got to get his old man on. Oh, no, 100%. That's what I meant. Like, oh, get yeah. all of us on. Oh, yeah. That'd be electric. 
I know Dwayne would be down for it. Dwayne, before we before we leave, I want to talk about the Carolina Rangers series. They're on tomorrow at seven. Um, Carolina's up two to one. I I'm a big fan of Igor Shosturkin. The reason being, I, I like the way he moves um, and, and teaching young goalies. I can really use him. It looked like he disappeared at, at, at times during that Pittsburgh series. But fuck, man, he's been good, and he needs to be he's good. The only, he's the biggest reason they're there, Johnny. Oh yeah, he's the I biggest reason they're there. I'm waiting for him, the fact that he struggled and then battled back. Does he have enough to get this Ranger team past the Schneid? They gotta win Game Four. They gotta. They don't win the Game Four. It's over, in my opinion. Um, I I just think that he. It, it, I'm not going to say it's the level of when Hashik was with Buffalo and a lot no, of. No, but 9:35, Dwayne. Who was the last goal to have that? Probably Dom. Probably Dom. And you know, for for me, it's like, you know, you can only have your goaltender cover up so many of your mistakes. And again, you had the best goalie that ever lived in in Buffalo, and you, you, you couldn't you couldn't build. This is why, like I've always said, like. You need to build in front of your goaltender, man. Goalies can't score goals. You can't go into the playoffs expecting to win one nothing or two one every game. You can't. You got to be able to score goals. And if you have a goalie that's good enough to win, then I mean, that that should be good enough. That should be good enough to get you to the Stanley Cup and win you a Stanley Cup. It's been proven so many times. You know, fortunately for Tampa Bay, they're in a situation with the cap. I mean, last year Kucherov, LTIR, we all know that story. Um, but. Some of the other guys that have taken pay cuts on that team, Braden points, you know, very underpaid. Dude, he is the catalyst. Okay, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Braden Point is the unsung hero. Without him, and I know they've lost a lot of guys, and and I like Sorelli too. You have the best defenseman in the world, and Hedman. You have potentially the best one-time shooter and center, and Stamkos. You have the best goal in the world. And you, and then you have Kucherov, and then yep. you have a guy like Brain Point. Like that's embarrassing. Yeah, I just talk want... about the defenseman they have. Sergachev. Sergachev. Winds, hey, Windsor Spitfire alumni. <laughs> no, but guys, I just listen. Any team that can take Zach Bogosian and and not make him look like a firefighter, got good on you. Yep, I uh. Yeah, I just I, I look I look at that team, and then you, again you think about like, what, what's going on with Carolina. Like, like you just need you need your players. Like, when you need Lafreniere to show up. You know what I mean? He was the first overall pick. Yeah, but that kid line, Dwayne, they really haven't done a ton. You need Capo Caco, former second overall pick, to finally they're start playing together. Playing well, he's playing well. Don't get me wrong, but there's playing well and there's playing playoff hockey, and they're not doing that right now. Listen, I haven't been a fan of Panarin. Outside of his late series heroics uh, against um, uh, the uh, Penguins, I thought he was a ghost. Zabanajad well, played well. He scored last night, but Kreider's has he played though? well? Has he though? Who? Zabanajad. They they both scored last night, but after before last night, I felt like they had a lot to make up for. Good point. In the games they've won, yes, him and Kreider have been great. Yep. In the games they've lost, they've been invisible. Dwayne. Yeah, completely. Inv- well, Kreider is has been very good for them, right? Like, I mean, Kreider, 
I mean, he's playing above what he should. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. But there's so many guys in that team that just need to step up and they're well, not here. Here's my one stat. Okay. And hurricanes won two to one in overtime in game one. Okay. And the next game they won two, nothing. So, and then the Rangers come back and win three to one. <clears throat> Shusterkin has allowed a total of five goals over three games. Okay. So it's it seems to me that, you know, if the Rangers can find a way to score three goals, two conservatively, they're going to win. It's just about keeping that Carolina team off the board. And and listen, if if they go on, if Carolina goes on to win this series, with another one nothing game or two two one victory, you know you you have to address other places. But one player that's impressed me, Keandre Miller. Dude, I love Keandre Miller. Like that guy is just he plays with so much edge and he, he can still be finesse. Like he's and he's huge. Like I love Miller. I think he's I think he's everything you want to blueprint out of like a tough, um, gritty defenseman. You know what I mean? Like, he obviously he's not like an Adam Fox or a Kale McCarr. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, he still has that, that offensive ability, but he plays very well in his own end. Yeah, I agree. Johnny, any thoughts on the Rangers before we move on? So, I got a hypothetical for you. How do you think this series looks if Tony D'Angelo is still a New York Ranger? Well, I don't think it's possible. Oh, you mean, you mean, you mean a Carolina Hurricane? Well, no, he was no, on the no, Rangers, no, no. and they booed oh, him. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 you, oh, you mean, okay, I, I get you. So let me, wait, wait, are you asking what, like, how it would affect the outcome? Yeah, because I think D'Angelo's been huge Yeah, it's been unbelievable. Yeah. That's what I never understood. Listen, should he have posted some of this stupid shit he did? No, but listen, it's a fucking free country. We can post what we want. He didn't say, hey, let's kill people. He supported his president. And liberal New York City turned on him. And you know what? They had to eat his salary, and now he's shoving it down their hoop. I listen, it's not he wasn't playing that well either, though, Johnny. Like he wasn't he wasn't performing. Right, right, Dwayne. And I yeah, think part yeah, of that part of it. I think part of that though is because of all the backlash, right? And and don't get me wrong, I'm not absolving him. Tony needed to mature. Tony need to figure out if you're going to be a professional hockey player. Don't worry about Twitter. He has a long history of it too, though, dating back to his junior career. Man, he was suspended multiple times. Sarnia, I am under, I I am very well versed in Tony D'Angelo, but like you, it's it's not okay to not give him a second chance. What he did wasn't egregious. Now I kind of respected the Rangers decided you know you're too much trouble yeah we will move on uh, and who's to say that he granted it might be biting him in the ass now but uh, well who's to say he doesn't have the success in carolina if the rangers didn't do that right that's true i like i guess he, he he really needed a reality check and really needed to you know yeah, start you see more on hockey than at the outside world like the you know when once you step into that arena and step on the ice it's about hockey all the outside noise, you know, all the stuff you do, you need to, you need to be able to have, have the ability to separate both. And when you let, like, it's kind of like what was going on with Cole Beasley here in Buffalo with the Bills is, uh, you know, a lot of the heat and shit he was taking uh, for his stance on the vaccine. Like, 
dude, just go out there and perform on the ice. Go out there and perform on the field. Do what, do that stuff on your own time. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, it's fine. But like, and then you see him tweeting about how he's getting booed after he makes a catch. It's like, no man, like you're, you're being dramatic. They're, 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 they're chanting bees. They're not chanting. They're not booing you. Like, <laughs> that, that, was that was ridiculous. Story. That was ridiculous. Like that, that was insanity. Like with Tony, he's been booing him his whole career because that's not the first time they've been calling him bees when he makes. Yeah, it. you know what I mean. Like, and on top of that, man, like, like he was he was trash with New York. He was he was garbage. He was he wasn't playing well, and I really do believe that he was allowing all of that outside noise that he himself was creating affect him on the ice, and it was projected on the and ice. You yeah. know that had it was an issue in the locker room. So listen. The way I look at it now, each team got the player and each team got a fresh start. I'm happy to see him do well. I I, I think that he he's learned. It only time will tell, right? If he has another meltdown and proves that he's a piece of shit, whatever, fuck him. But I, I just think in this day and age, guys, we're so quick to write off people, right, mm-hmm. and cancel them. But at the end of the day. He's matured, or so it seems, and he's playing at a high level. And he's served. If I'm building a, a Stanley Cup team, I want guys that are going to help me win hockey games. Tony yep. D'Angelo is going to help you Absolutely. win hockey games. Yep. He brings, ever since he came into the OHL, Dwayne, he was a special, special player with Sarnia. I called one of his games, and I'm like, this kid's 17. Holy shit. Now, yep. All it takes, and this is a why, my, my old man always used to tell us this, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and fucking five seconds to ruin it. So I hope he stays, keeps his nose clean, no pun intended, um, and he stays out of the bullshit. Um, I think it's a good rivalry for sports. Um, I think I, I'm not a fan of, the last thing I have on this series, I'm not a fan of Ranta. I thought that Anderson was the better goalie for them. I think he's getting closer to, to being healthy. But you got to stick with Ranta, right? Yeah, I mean, I think with with Carolina, I mean, you saw how they Nadelchovic, uh, they let him. You know, they, they they traded him to Detroit. Like, I think Carolina runs a system under there with uh, Rod the Bod that uh, is very beneficial to goaltenders, right? Like it may, it doesn't oh, yeah. look it's like better, the old New Jersey Devils very, team. very goaltender friendly. Like the old devil's teams, Dwayne. Exactly. Now um, in finishing up, cause I know we're going over your time limit. There's one series that we haven't touched on. Um, and that being the, um, the flames Oilers. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about McDavid, uh, love the Flames. Uh, Edmonton's up two to one. When you go back to that uh, nine six electric factory game, uh, that was something else. Um, it, it, with our with our namesake two goals one Mike, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, give a couple of clicks to Jake Ottinger, who was fucking unbelievable. Um, American kid too. You love to see it. Yeah. No, for sure. And a first rounder. Um, one thing I, I'm happy that Carolina won because I think Dallas would have gotten their their shit packed in this round. Uh, I want your guys 
uh, predictions for this series. I love the Battle of Alberta. Uh, I, I love when Canadian teams not only are in the playoffs, but play against each other. Markstrom's been great. Mike Smith's been a question mark. Um, can this is Johnny Johnny Hockey, Johnny Amachese, Johnny Goudreau. It's his contract year. This could be it for him. Yeah. Uh, you got a guy like Campus Lindholm who's up for um, the Selkie or, or one of the awards. Uh, he's been he's been phenomenal. Uh, do they have enough to overtake Edmonton? I think Edmonton lives and dies by Leon and Connor, right? Like, now, let me ask you this before you continue. Leon's playing through something, and I saw him last night. Yeah, he was hurt. Last yes. Night. Now we all know hockey players play hurt, but guys, is that going to be an issue? Because I, I think if you take, you know, if as, as, as a coach for Calgary, you take Drysdale out, it's a, it's you just shut down McDavid and. And then your depth. I don't think you shut down McDavid. No, but, but you, you, you shut you down keep a lot of that offense. Yes. Right, right. I listen. I, I listened to. Um, I want to say it was a uh, the pod with I want with Glenn Healy. Maybe they were talking about a series against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, back in the days of Yager with Lemieux and the coach they had at the time said, "Listen, all I need you guys to go do is go out there and win this many shifts against Lemieux or tie this many shifts against Lemieux." You don't have to keep him off the scoreboard, but if he if if he you you at least try and match him at least for one game or one shift. And like that's kind of what it is with McDavid, right? You have to find ways to either tie shifts with him or beat him for a certain amount of shifts. Because the moment you start letting him win every single shift he's out there, that's when it's done, right? Like you gotta start, you gotta at least try and find ways to tie shifts with Connor McDavid. Yeah, and keep him neutral, I guess, is what I'm yeah. getting at. All right, um, Dwayne, thank you for, for taking the time. Johnny, we're going to have you back on, recurring guest, uh, and hopefully we can get Tom and Alex and oh, yeah, every I follow crew. Uh, maybe we can do a live show with the townhouse. That'd be a good time. That would be sweet. Uh, Dwayne, uh, before I let you go, um, Panthers Lightning, 0-0, going into the third. Who do you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Florida wins this one because you know that team's just too good to get swept. I mean, What's right? Like, um, I'm gonna go four two with an empty netter. Ooh, six goals in the third, Johnny. Uh, actually, no, you know, no, no. I'll, I'll go. I'll go three one. I'll go three one. I'm gonna go five two because I got the over. Wow, <laughs> wow, tough bet for the kid. All right, I got a I got a one nothing uh, Panthers win with a potential empty netter. The uh, last thing here, Avalanche and Blues tonight at nine thirty. Uh, I got Avalanche four to one. Uh, a bit of an offensive explosion from them. I think they solve Bennington. I think Makar has a big night, uh, and I think their power play gets back on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaine, what do you got? Um, I mean, I, I think it's like Tampa wins a series. No, 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 no. Oh, Avalanche Blues. Avalanche Blues. Oh, Blues. Sorry. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, no, Colorado's winning that series. No, I, no, I, tonight's game. Oh, tonight's game? Colorado. I take Colorado. Yeah. I'll take them 3-2. I think Bennington throwing that water bottle was him saying, we can't stop you. I'm a little 
whiny bitch. I'll, I'll, I'll this, the, this is about all I can do. To I'll, point. Yeah. yeah, I'll end the podcast with this. Me and Bennington were both backing up, and and the way the benches were set up, you know, Dwayne goalies often stand next to each other at the end mm-hmm. of the bench where they connect. Um, I would just continually squirt him with water, and it was hard to miss because his fucking nose is two feet long. Um, yeah. And he would whine to the ref, and I'd be like, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. He's got too big of a mouth for too small of a guy. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> so I hope he uh, doesn't play well. But mm-hmm. thank you guys for tuning in to the playoff special. Johnny, I follow. Awesome. Hey, that's been bro. great coming on. Oh, uh, it man. only took 99 episodes to make it happen. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, but Joel, you on, thanks, bud. Are you Joel, on Twitter, bud? What? Are you on Twitter, bud? I mean, I am. Last time I actually checked it, though, it was probably about three, four years ago. And yeah, no, I saw so we can tag you in the uh, tag you in the episode. We'll tag him. I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. jump back on. Dwayne, for the place to buy a case. Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Get over to George Room Boulevard for all your game day or game night needs. Outlet Liquor. Tell them to go away some two goalies, one mic, and Trainwreck Sports sent you. And don't forget the uh, the Buffalo Strong Street Hockey Tournament that we're I actually. And helping hosts. I'll put uh, your team in for that. You better be. Uh, you know, both a two separate tournaments, foot and roller. Uh, we should have a location lockdown by Wednesday night. Uh, can't wait to announce that. It could be a pretty big deal. So uh, be sure to follow at Buff Strong Hockey, B-U-F Strong Hockey uh, on Twitter. Or if you want to enter a team. Just email Buffalo Strong Hockey at yahoo.com to uh, show your interest. And one last thing that's a great cause. Uh, I'll have a team in it. Um, one, one note I, I've been seeing more and more advisors popping up on hockey advisors popping up on Twitter and whatnot. Guys, you do not need an advisor. Okay. This is the biggest, rack, biggest racket going. If you, if an advisor asks your family for money, run for the hills. That is not an advisor. The way it works is this, okay? You're not allowed to be called to have an agent until you turn pro. So an advisor or an agent will, will, will represent you free of charge with the understanding that when you do turn pro, they're going to be your agent. So be on the lookout. There was something that popped up in Buffalo I, I checked out the website within 30 seconds. They had the audacity to say, hey, you are not eligible to go play NCAA if you don't have an advisor. Be careful, kids. I'm not saying that all advisors are bad, but there are some, some snakes out there. Um, for Dwayne Steinell and Johnny Ayafalo, this has been a special playoff edition. Au revoir, Violet Gentlemen. The uh, the trashers. <laughs> right. Dwayne, see it. We'll see you soon. Make sure you guys follow along to see when episode 100 with the boys from after the whistle. Absolutely, guys. Uh, thanks for hopping on with us, Johnny. Uh, been a real pleasure uh, meeting you, and uh, can't wait to have you on again in the future. Uh, maybe yeah, you maybe so you far. can replace this Shamoke. Thank you. <laughs> so. Good night. We love you all. Cheers. Hey everybody, this is Dwayne from Two Goalies on Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now you might be thinking, hey Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? 
Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we bring in coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwrecksports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.